Are we live? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because Joey Dallin and I, I know Joey's not here, whatever. Um, yeah, there, there's stuff that happens and we just need to vent about it. And, well, for the most part, that's what tonight's really going to be because, well, I'll tell you a little bit more about it. I am your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. Pretty much everywhere you can find me under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N, before we get on to everybody else. I do want to remind you that this is going to be a not-safe-for-work episode. If you should not be listening to the show at this time, please bypass on it, go to the next week, go to the previous week, listen to Cognitive Dissonance. I don't care, because at this point, um, you've been warned. Introducing you to everybody, top left-hand corner of North America, where I'm, I'm assuming it's spring weather at this point, Calgary. Dallin, good evening. Flip a coin. <laughs> Tell me. I actually, it. no, better than that, roll a 10-sided die. Uh, and and depending on what number comes up to dictate what the weather is, you won't like it. So, Yeah. Funny, I know exactly what you're talking about right now. We've been we've been bouncing anywhere from, I know, I know, I should be using real numbers, but I, I'm I'm sorry, it's it's in the warmer weather. I convert over to Fahrenheit because it's just easier for number mentally that way. Uh, we've been bouncing anywhere from uh, the high 50s at night into the low 80s in the day. So yeah, it's been interesting the last week. Whoopie freaking ding. Same. Yeah. Down to the right a little bit in mid-best of the U.S. Bridget, hi. Yeah, for you too. Uh, it was like 93 today. Jesus. And Barbarian. Yeah, Heenan next was 98. It was fucking hot. Uh, I've been to Indiana once and... I'm sorry. It, 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 <laughs> well, to, uh, where where did I... Where was it? Bloomington? I think that's where I was. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I flew to Indianapolis, but then I drove to I drove from there to Bloomington mm. and stayed there for a couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, it was too hot, too humid. Mm-hmm. And the place I lived, the place I stayed in was not nice, but. Yeah. And over the water and through the woods to grandmother's house, we go over to Paris, France. Joseph is with us, uh, and hopefully with a slightly different connection this time. Good morning, huh? Uh, good morning, sir. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, true enough. And um, yeah, some of us have got uh, some of us have got coffee. Um, some of us have got uh, orange juice too. Yeah, I, I got tea. both. I have tea and grape soda. <laughs> Thank you, Radar. As a handful of people actually uh, remember that, you're welcome. Hmm. Grape herbal tea. I wonder. Ah, uh, now hold on. Well, I've I've had a blueberry herbal tea, and let me tell you something. You mix that with that uh, French vanilla international creamer stuff, you got a treat. Really. Well, that's, that's oh yeah, weird. oh yeah. And see, I I can't really say anything because one of the, I mean, yes, I I like Earl Grey tea. I know, I know. Leave me alone. Um, What's wrong with it? I love that. No, stuff. no, no, no. It, it's yeah, just that you know, the the whole Star Trek connection. Okay, yeah. It turned out I actually do like it. 
I grew up on, you know, Orange Pico, you know, Lipton, because, you know, eh. but it's hard for me to believe, even after all these years, that brown rice tea, Japanese brown rice tea, otherwise called Genmai Cha, I love that stuff. You know what? Do you know when the last time I had that? Anthrocon. Yep. I've not had it since. Yep. Mind uh, you, oh, oh, but to be honest, I haven't exactly been looking for it either. That's true. Um, to kind of fill everybody in, uh, some years ago, when I was still working at the uh, uh, at the bakery, I had acquired a couple of five-gallon containers, pails, uh, that had, you know, uh, food business type, you know, stuff in it. Uh, I think so... What was that was in those? Uh, it probably would have been like uh, raspberry preserve or, or uh, whatever the hell it was. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, I I commandeered a couple of them, and I made brown rice tea in them. I used a lot of brown rice tea in order to make it, and I froze it solid. Reminding you, this was a five gallon you know bucket with a lid and a handle, so you know froze it solid so that I could take it from the freezer at work because I mean I mean what are, what are they gonna what are they gonna do they gonna charge me for refrigeration and, careful they might have well no and um, I, I took it on the four hour drive down to Anthrocon it you can probably imagine did not thaw out the entire time and it stayed quite cold for the vast majority of the weekend so you know that's, I was uh, just thinking that that would make one hell of a big popsicle. It would make a nice weapon too if it still had the handles on the bucket. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, but, yeah, but I, I get the feeling you'd probably like get a hernia trying to haul that thing <laughs> yeah. off and hit somebody. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, you you'd crack them open pretty good, but it, it would be the last thing you ever did. I'd take my chances. <laughs> You know, I just wanted to see. Uh, five gallons of water would have been uh, ooh. really heavy. Uh, yeah, that'd come out to about uh, four kilos, eight point three four pounds. So okay, that's actually not too bad. No, not too bad. I could swing it. Yeah, if you got if you got a metal, uh, if it's got a metal oh. handle on it, that wouldn't oh. shear off oh. when you throw it so- when you hold it. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's for one U.S. gallon. Oh. Is is uh, is uh, four kilos? I'm sorry. Okay, so, so that's a, five a forty gallon, pounder. Five that's gallons. A 40 pounder. Yeah, forty one point seven pounds. So that comes out to about uh, twenty th- seven, nineteen. About nineteen. No, yeah, roughly nineteen kilos. Yeah, I think. So yeah, I took him away. I would try it. Well, in a in a in a, I mean. At that point, you're looking at, like, Scottish levels of track and field throwing a stone. Yeah, that that thing's going to make the hammer throw look fairly simple by comparison. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You're getting into midget toss territory. Uh, there's a, okay, there's a, there's a joke about that later, uh, another time. Uh, midget tossing joke. Uh, yeah. Clean off your shoe if you step in it. I'm... I I'm only you, four eleven. You're treading there. 
I'm, watch I'm, it. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely, I, I warned y'all that it was going to be a not safe for work episode. And if you got the reference already and you're still with me, you got no excuses anymore. So, yeah. yeah. In, in some, in some instances, silence can be a method of survival. That's true. I think this is one of them. That's true. So, um, considering the way that, uh, considering how this is going to be, uh, episode wise, I do not know that we'll be doing uh, horrible scopes. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Uh, we'll see when we come out of the uh, five minute freestyle and kind of judge it from there. Um, you guys want to pull it up just to be on the safe side? That'd be cool. It, it'll be like a, a nothing for me to pull it up because you know all I need to do is like hit three buttons and I got it. Because that that's kind of a thing. That being the case, let me go ahead and uh, get things rolling. So with five minutes on the clock. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Uh, you know, I I want to do the whole, you know, old crone thing from uh, the Princess Bride. Liar, liar. Well, she was she's not the witch; she was his wife. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But uh, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll do it. I hope that I really I really hope that I don't. Um, you know, scare my little one upstairs because, you know, going to sleep and whatnot. You fucking liar! You absolute shit stain! I warned you it was going to be one of those episodes, didn't I? You want to know what it was that actually prompted this shit? Let me, let me tell you what had to prompt this shit. Someone who went ahead and started off with the whole cop apologetics after I ended up chiming in about the news report that happened out here in Buffalo. Out here, where out where I live, where I've lived since 1992. November 14 of 1992 is when I moved up here. I know that very specifically. There's reasons another time. No, I did not grow up here. It doesn't matter. I've been up here since 92. This person that chimed in is someone that I sort of grew up with. Yet again, another one of these people from, you know, my schooling days and was a cop. Is no longer. Retired. And he wanted to understand what the narrative is from all these people who are protesting and getting in the way of cops and getting shoved over and getting their heads clunked on the concrete, which we are going to get to in a little while. The narrative? The narrative is how about we stop having cops systematically racially profiling people of color and killing them? How about that? He went ahead and he said that he's seen the... FBI information and you know that institutional race racism that you're talking about there shoe it just uh, well he didn't call me that of course because he knew me by, by my real information whatever he went ahead and said you know I've seen the FBI data and it doesn't it doesn't jibe with what you think that it says okay motherfucker put up put up and show me what information you've got show it to me because you know me. I'm all about the, you want to make an accusation, you better go ahead and back that shit up because I will c- 
call your ass out on it. Guess what I got? <laughs> I got a mobile screenshot of some information that had from year to year to year that showed, you know, police uh, interactions, killing people from one year to another to another as broken down by ethnicity from a website that does marketing research. Fucking marketing research. And I called his ass out on the mat for this. And I told him, you are dangerously close to being dishonest with me right now. I'm going to call you out on it right now. Here's what I want. I want very specifically the information from the FBI that you say that you had that shows very clearly that there is no exactly the stuff that we're talking about with all of these protests going on. And he couldn't. He didn't. So you know what? I called him out on it. He wanted to just go ahead and peace out and, you know, you believe what you want to believe, I'll believe what I want to believe, and, you know, you can just go your own way and, and believe whatever it is that you want to believe because you want to believe it and not have any kind of facts for it. And I told him, that's rich, coming from somebody who said that they had FBI data, who was a cop, who couldn't stand up with his own goddamned integrity and decided to Google the first goddamn thing that came up and screenshot that and try to pass it off as FBI data when it's marketing crap for hire? You're a fucking liar. And you couldn't have the decency. You couldn't have the dignity to just say, you know what? I don't have that information right now. I'll go look it up later. Fuck you and your self-entitledness, you absolute piece of shit liar. Go ahead and spit polish somebody else's boots that are out there on the line. You're not going to need a rag because you got your own goddamn tongue. You piece of shit. It's episode 314. Eat it. Like I said, I, like I said in the show notes, I really wanted to have a much lighter show this week. I really, really did. But unfortunately, matters happened a couple of days ago, like I, like I alluded to in my opening. If you haven't seen the video from Buffalo this week, and there are multiple videos. I warn you now that the video in question is Bridget is somebody that is uh, would theoretically have a little bit of a thicker skin for all things trauma related. It was disturbing for me. Do you in your uh, semi-professional opinion, would you call it disturbing as well? Uh, yeah, it was it was disturbing, and especially knowing what probably happened to him, as as far as the consequences, you know, of his injury. Yeah, it's very disturbing. So, like I warned you, 
this is not going to be a fun episode by any stretch of the imagination. I really wanted to make a Pinkie Pie reference in all of the damn thing. I wanted to make a mathematical reference, but no. We got to go ahead and have... We got to talk about this shit that's been going on. And I'm going to tell you guys what I told uh, Dallin before we came to air. I had a really hard time sleeping yesterday, last night. I did not properly roll out of bed until after 3 p.m. because I've just been so overwhelmed with the news that's been going on. Yep. In my particular case, I feel a huge responsibility to continue to soak this up so that I know what's going on so I can help others to go through it. And I'm finally realizing how much of a detriment that has been to myself because I've never been able to find my proper footing since the 22nd of May, which was the date where my wife died. So that is a hard, that is an extremely hard day for me to deal with. And all the stuff that's basically piled on top of it all has made this incredibly difficult on me. So, as usual, I'm going to do my damnedest to continue to be the professional that I hold myself to be. But, as you can probably tell from the opening, all bets are off. As always, if you're paying attention live, please feel free to join the live chat. Felis is there. Happy, oh god, solar orbital natal reset moment. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, Stephanie, also, thank you. Um, it's not just you, though, Shujin. I haven't been sleeping well at all this week, either. Yeah, well, you've... Well, let's face it. You've also got a, a, a little thing having having won your uh, your uh, election results there. So you know. Well, that's a good thing. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. But, did, you, did you know about that? She was she was elected. She's triple yeah. catcher now in in her town. So you know, it's, yeah, it's good. I'm gonna catch all the tribbles. Yeah, small problem. So don't go there, Shu. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know for well, it, like they say with field mice, if you've got one, you've got more than one. Oh yeah. So yeah, but I'm also pretty sure she can run. She could run faster, motivated than you can scared. <laughs> What's that talking about, little rabbit foo foo? Oh, little bunny foo foo, hopping through the forest, <laughs> scooping up the field mice, <laughs> popping them on the head, and down yeah. came the fairy, and she said, "You better stop that shit out, or else I'm gonna pop your nose." Thank you. Thank you. I was getting worried which one you're going to go with. And uh, and here I am starting to wonder why America's kids are so screwed up with with little ditties like that. <laughs> Suddenly it all makes sense. Oh please, that's nothing. And now that, we've got go the fuck to sleep. Who are you kidding? <laughs> anyway, um, the uh. Felix has got a thing over here. Uh, the video link has been edited. There is a bit more. Well, all right. The the one that I ended up linking to was the uh, the actual uh, WKBW uh, local television station. So their news on it is going to be a little bit different than the actual unedited personal video that folks have taken. So um, 
I will just go ahead and and uh, and warn folks that if you go, uh, you know, I was going to say if you keep the volume turned off, it might be better, but no, 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 it's it's uh, it's it's not, it's not. Anyway, um, just to get it out of the way, uh, I don't have any new information on Rafe Badawi's condition. Uh, and I have an update on the uh, the how long he's been in, in incarcerated because uh, my my timing was off. I apparently screwed up my my numbers last week. As of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, eleven months, twenty three days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. I had screwed up my numbering. He was originally arrested June 17, 2012. Which means that next week it's going to basically almost be eight years. And, you know... Anyway. For the... uh, you know what? For the hell of it, why don't we just let's do the, let's just do the horrible scopes, and then we'll launch into all the bullshit that's going to be happening because a couple of extra seconds of levity isn't bad. Lord knows we're going to be we're going to be running up into crap anyway when all is said and done. I'm going to have a problem doing that because I won't be able to pull up the. Uh file on my phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're not going to be able to... Well, um... Hmm. I'm not in the mood for it anyway. Fair enough. So, um, horrible scopes. Uh, go look up, um, go, go look them up online, uh, and, and find them for your own damn self. So you can, you can, you, you guys can all deal with that later. We can um, do next week. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can, we can do that next week. You know what? I'll, I'll give just the, uh, the one, uh, the one item only because I think it would be actually funny now that we've got now that we've got Joseph with us which was uh the one for Aries and I want I want you to go ahead and comment on this one because I, I think this is going to be funny as hell have you tried opening doors by screaming at them it probably won't work but it might the biggest question is what to scream at it screaming in French probably isn't going to work German would be better but if you really want its attention Learn some Klingon to scream. Just remember to warm up your throat first. If you had somebody yelling at you in French versus German, which one are you going to take much more notice of? German is scarier. Well, yeah, because German... Even even conversational German still sounds like you're pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> See the funny part of it is, uh, and and minor irony here, and and please take this with a large salt lick about the size of the uh, about the size of the lamp that's right there behind Dallin's head. You you guys can't see it on on your screens. Don't worry about it. So so uh, the uh, I know it's not there. Shut up. That um, you know I'm not sure being yelled at in German versus you know uh, I. I Hebrew, only because of the the amount of phlegm between the two of them might be kind of hard to deal with. 
Arabic well, too. Yeah, Arabic, so, okay, so, so if they're screaming at you in Hebrew or Arabic, you know, that's yeah, that's a good point. That's going to be a bad thing, especially these days, because speaking moistly can kill you. That's true. Yeah, speaking speaking moistly. Oh, you didn't hear this. So here's your levity. So not too long ago, uh, our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, gave an interview. This had to do with um, masks and the risk of COVID. And what he tried to say was, you know, a mask will keep will, will keep things in for those people who speak moistly, at, at which point he kind of muttered, went, geez, that really came out bad. Or something to that effect. But like he, he said it because he he was trying to be as delicate about it as possible. But he's right. No, he, he is right. And I have to admit, like I I disagree with him on a lot of things. Um, and you know, that's beside the point. He was definitely a wordsmith that day. I will give him that. Hmm. Yeah, and um, if memory serves, we've also seen uh, studies come out of Japan, yes, where they did it with a couple of people sitting in a specially uh, specially set up room in order to view uh, spittle illuminated with special lighting so that you could see if you speak in a normal tone versus if you speak louder how much stuff comes off of you versus what happens when you've got a mask on you. And the difference is staggering how little gets out by comparison. And, you know, honestly, I think if, if you're a, if you're a germaphobe or if you're sensitive to that kind of stuff and you would actually see video of yourself doing that, you'd probably want to find a way to exist without breathing. I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen the hyper slow motion of, you know, when somebody sneezes and oh. it is just like, yeah. yeah. Have you watched that video of the, uh, this is guys, the, uh, other, um, viral these days, but guy, he's always in his car and he's always shouting at his like, uh, dash cam. It's Italian guy, American. Oh, yeah. Is is that the uh, do you want coffee guy? I haven't. Well, I just saw one video of him, and just the first thing I noticed in that video was just all the fucking fiddle flying at the camera. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty sure I know which guy you're talking about. Um, he's he's done a couple of them. Uh, one of the most famous ones was uh, him inside his house yelling at whoever was in the house. I'm going to make some coffee. You want some coffee? I got the K cups. I got the J cups. I got all the cups. I got... You want, yeah, just, yeah, I, I'll, I'll remind me and I'll see if I can find one of those to drop in. Cause Hey, whatever. Um, seeker. Welcome down. Oh, so let me, um, let me go ahead and, and um, fill folks in as to what it was that ended up happening. If For those that don't want to go view the video, and trust me when I say, um, if you're questioning whether or not you should, you shouldn't. All right? I'm, I'm just going to say that much right now. Let me explain what ended up happening. Here in Buffalo, in near where I live, I do not live in Buffalo itself proper. In 
the city of good neighbors and all America city that Buffalo is billed as where yes, we have the Buffalo bills. They don't actually play in Buffalo proper, but you know, whatever. They had a special elite group of the police force. Now I'm saying that, and I'll, I'll explain why in a moment, who went into Niagara Square, which is right in front of City Hall. And apparently there was curfew that was going on. I don't know exactly, because truth be told, uh, there are some pieces of news I haven't really paid close enough attention to. And they were standing abreast for each other. And I will start off by saying, one of the things that was told to me was, well, maybe they've got specific spacing between each other that they're supposed to keep for these lines when they go out there. Motherfucker, we kept better spaced lines in high school marching band than this group of elitist swine. I digress. They marched forward towards the first person that was there on the sidewalk, a somewhat taller, lanky gentleman. He was not... He was no scarecrow, but he was definitely nowhere near overweight. He was an older gentleman. It turns out that he was 75. Sorry. Is. Apologies. Is. For now. 75. And he had taken a step forward towards them in a non-threatening manner. He was no clear threat in any way, shape, or form. And I challenge anyone to look at that video and tell me otherwise. The police instituted direct physical contact with him, shoved him backwards, causing him to stumble and tilt backwards, fall over, dead onto the pavement. Now, I say that as in ragdolled to the pavement. His hands did not end up getting behind him. It was obviously very surprising to him. His skull impacted the concrete walkway, and he lay there unconscious. The sound of his skull impacting was picked up on a second camera across the street, which in this case would have been three lanes of traffic, if not four, across to the circle median. The cops on that side heard it, flinched, and reactionarily turned to the left at it to find out what that sound was. At least one of the cops, immediately in front of this poor guy, went to stoop down to him and was pulled back up by some of the other cops there with him 
to continue forward. People on the same side of the street looked on in horror and yelled at the cops, He's bleeding! He's bleeding! A video shot from that side shows him bleeding from his ear and left on the street as the cops continued forward. Here in fucking Buffalo. Bridget, I asked you this. Um, I wanted to get your uh, your word on this shortly after it happened. We finally got the chance to uh, chat briefly, apparently when I was half awake. <laughs> but be that as it may, as someone medically trained, someone who takes uh, a hit to the brain, especially a fall to the brain from, let's say, an arc of, let's say, six foot tall, I would assume if you're able to hear that impact this is already a significant injury. Yep. I'm thinking broken skull, bleeding through the ear. I'm thinking traumatic brain injury. He's probably going to have to have lots of rehabilitation if he even survives. I'm not so sure that he will survive this. Um, I mean, they said that he was stable, but stable just means that he's stable. Yeah. It doesn't say what kind of condition he's in brain but, dead is stable yeah brain dead is stable um i'm yeah he's he's not ever gonna get all of his function back assuming that he lives through this how long would we expect to see a change in his condition if there's something that's well let's 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 make a worst case scenario right now worst case scenario well, actually, worst case scenario would have been if his brain had actually torn from his spinal column because of the injury. Yeah. So we're, we're we would have to wait a few days to see if he's even going to survive through this. I imagine that there's you know, swelling and things that they're going to have to manage at the hospital to try to keep him alive. But I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up dying from this. So what would we expect? Um, possibly a week to see what ends up truly happening? Hmm. I would give it at least a week, but it could be a couple of weeks, it's just depending on how much swelling he's got, whether they can manage it or not. Um, if they're, you know, how bad of a hematoma he's got underneath there. Um, we, there's, they haven't released any information on his condition, so there's just a lot we really don't know, but it, it looked like a severe injury to me. And rightly so. I mean, Dallin can easily speak to, you know... It, it, Bleeding from the ears is never a good sign after a head injury. Never. No. no. And, and uh, again, like I said, Dallin would know all too well. You don't go ahead and, even in a public situation like this, you release the barest of information to satisfy the news. But, again, it would be the barest of information. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we know he's stable. That's all we know for the time being. Now, um, Seeker is also pointing out officer that pulled uh, the one officer that pulled the other officer away immediately got on a walkie and 
walked away. He radioed it in and continued walking. The bunch of them continued walking. Now, the piece that I was talking about where I said that this was an elite group. Two officers have been arrested now and charged with, I forget what what, what the charges are, but there are actual charges at this point. If... Yes. Yeah. They were they were taken off duty. Um and then there was some hours before actual charges were brought in. And the mayor, the governor all chimed in. However, of these 57 officers, I believe it was, part of this elite group The other, however the hell many it was, because I don't remember exactly how many it was, and it doesn't really fucking matter at this point. The rest of this group resigned their voluntary membership in this elite group. Now, the optics on hearing that they have resigned from this group is wonderful until... You find out it was from the voluntary group itself. The way that I put it is they removed themselves from the varsity team, but they're still they're still part of the sports complex and allowed to play ball. They and are they off did this it on behalf of those two who got charged. Partly. Partly, which means that they're no longer part of this elite group, but they're still part of the Buffalo police. So they still get to do their thing. And yes, part of it had to do with what happened with these two guys. But I also come to find out that, Dallin, what's the expression that uh, that uh, Aaron always had? It gets better. Part of or the reason- it gets worse. Part of the reason why they decided to get out of that is because, as I understand it, the union wasn't going to support them financially should anything come of it, as in... No more lawyers for you! Bingo. (laughs) So, for me to say, with all of this shit happening, in motherfucking Buffalo, when the hell do you ever hear about really bad shit coming out of Buffalo. Do we have riots when the Buffalo Bills lose? No. And Lord knows. At that that point, isn't it just like, why bother rioting? Because it's like, yeah, so what else is new? What happens when when the Sabres don't win the cup? Okay. Yeah, we we don't riot. What happens when... The Harlem Globetrotters come out over here and the Wizards. uh, All right. You know what? That's usually a foregone conclusion. Anyway, that's a bad one. How? You know, we don't do shit like that up here. We don't. It does not happen. So for this, for this to have happen, for it to happen to a 75 year old man who it turns out after the fact is a well-known Peace proponent, I forget what terminology they they actually used for him, to say that this guy, according to the official police report, 
stumbled and fell until video came out and took no responsibility whatsoever originally. Yep, he tripped and fell. To say that I am disgusted is an understatement of the highest regard. My father was a cop. I I knew cops when I was growing up. And I... I have family who are still cops. For me to finally say the only good cop at this point is a voluntary ex-cop standing with the protesters and protecting them from the front lines? Yeah. Yeah. I'm well past over here with where I am with everything. I am fucking done with all this shit. So I became done even before this. I'm when I started seeing kids, I mean actual kids that are under the age of ten, yeah, being tear gassed and beaten up. I'm I'm done. I am so done. There's there's no excuse for, you know, pepper spraying little kids in the face. There's none. And it shouldn't have to be said. <laughs> yep. And um, there's uh, there's other pieces about that too. But uh, just just real quickly, um, shit, what the hell? Uh, what the hell else was it? Oh, that it turns out that it wasn't just the fifty some odd other guys from the group who went in support of these two that were arrested. But it turns out some of the other emergency services groups out here, like Fire Rescue, went out in their support as well. Which means that it's worse than we think. The the piece, however, is 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 on top of everything else. And this is this is nationwide right now. International press, national press, people who are actually walking in the crowds with. Forgive me, I didn't know that I was going to do this ahead of time. So you know, forgive me for a second. Dallin, I, I, I'm warning you ahead of time. I know full well that there's going to be this big piece on the audio sample. I'm sorry. People walking around with a microphone like this in a crowd, the size like this that you see that I've got here. So you can't miss one of these. Seriously, if you saw somebody walking around outside with one of these... that back into place i'm sorry walking around with another guy with a camera shoulder mounted yeah you can't miss something like that you can't miss groups like that and they are being specifically attacked specifically targeted by these riot control police protecting and serving 
there are these people who are being hit with what's being termed rubber bullets. I'd always heard that term and I never knew what that was. It's effectively a hockey puck. Effectively. It's not the same size. But it's it's a piece about about as big around as my index and 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 thumb. About four inches long. It's about the consistency of a hockey puck. And people have literally lost eyeballs because they've been hit in the face with a direct, forgive the expression, line of sight shot, which is counter to how they're supposed to be used, which is fired from a distance at the ground ground. so that it bounces, loses some velocity and impacts into the legs to be bruising, if nothing else. Not that that makes it good, but at least you don't lose a fucking eyeball. Or teeth. Or teeth. Or. Or unborn babies. There is at least one pregnant woman who was hit in the stomach and and it killed the fetus. Joseph, you have been the quietest of us all. And uh, I know usually that means that you don't have very much of anything to say, but Dallin and I get to talk for, uh, on a fairly regular basis um, I, I know full well that, you know, there is, there's stuff that Bridget's going to keep talking because there's, there's stuff, but I really, I really want to hear what you've got to say at any point whatsoever. Please stop me and interrupt me. If you've got anything to add whatsoever, please. Well, as usual, uh, you know, if I get started on something, it's going to take a while, but, um, you know, from over here, it's, um, I don't mean to be flippant in any way, but I mean it's like it's like it's like watching a show. The uh, there's so much going on, and it's so complex. Um, looking at the thing as a whole, but I mean just. From my point of view, it's like we're looking at the result of problem upon problem upon problem upon problem. And, um, yeah, once again, most of what we hear in the news and everything is just people reacting to, to what's going on without really digging down to the source of the problem. I mean, um, which is basically a lack of critical thought and uh, and uh, there's a lack of critical thought that means also bad indoctrination um, yeah racism is a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you're gonna exclude uh, each type of person well you know they're not going to have much um, means of survival and if their means of survival is uh, you know crime 
in a way it's the people pushing them out obliging the excluded to do that and then when you see on the other side the police racial profiling people saying oh yeah well x type of person is most likely to be uh, guilty of a crime or committing a crime or whatever i mean you and the excluded group, they have it from both ends. And people observing the whole thing, you know, um, who aren't part of the excluded. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how to... Let's just say fixing the situation is going to take a lot of work from a lot of people. And before we can do that, we have to understand our own behavior. There's that. And there's something to be said for uh, for what he said. You know, looking at this whole damn thing from the outside, and I'll admit it, even from the inside, looking at all of what's been going on, it's hard for me to look at this and not see this as... If I was a character inside of a dystopian future movie, from the inside, and somebody was filming it, yeah, this is the kind of thing I would expect to be seeing. But don't get me wrong, we, uh, that exists here for everybody from uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the, um, the Middle East or former French colonies. Um, yeah, the same, thing, the same thing happens. It's just a different excluded group, but I'm seeing the same pattern everywhere in every, you know, this in-group, out-group behavior. Okay, this is going to sound a little controversial, but I mean, you know, just the fact that um, I often see that the excluded group focus on their own quote-unquote identity. And I see a bit of a problem with that approach because it distracts from who should be the center of attention, and that should be the bigot. It's not about, you know what you are um, as a race or anything that's about what the in-group sees as the out-group. And I mean, it's different in every country, but it's always the same behavior pattern. And I mean, in a way, if we were all going to focus on the bigots um, and bigotry in general, all of the excluded could unite against them, you know. It doesn't matter. If you're not, you know, if you're not part of the, uh, if you're being treated differently because you're not part of the in-group, um, well, it's the people in the in-group who are at fault. The people in the in-group actively excluding and uh, dissing and uh, whatever, condescending towards any other anybody quote unquote different than they are you know we it's... have to examine our we have to look at our own behavior I, I can tell you that I, I've probably told this story before but when I first came here to Paris um, I got onto the metro one day well for one of the first times and I saw this uh, what looked like Indian or Pakistani uh, people 
and um, they started to talk to each other, and I expected to hear some, like, full Apu accent, and they were speaking perfect Queen's English, and I just kind of looked at myself and going, what the fuck were you thinking? Expecting them to behave in X manner. And yeah, well, that that seems to be part of our um, the lizard part of our brain. And but you know that's what critical thought allows us to do is to retrain that part of the brain. Without critical thought, well, we're going to be stuck in the same quote unquote thought pattern. Yeah, I still. I still subscribe to the idea that if we if we taught better earlier that we would have better results with society generationally. I mean the whole um you you, you flip you flip the uh, you flip the script on the old oh god what who you guys know the uh, the expression. Um, give me, give me the boy by seven, and I will bring you the man. Oh, yeah. But if you use that for the purposes of learning critical thought, learning how to explore ideas and concepts, there is a way of using that tool for good that's going to be a short-lived education because as soon as you give somebody the tools to think for themselves decide and give them the, the will well first off to convince them that they can think for themselves that's something else that's in today's society um then yeah they're going to do the rest themselves once they learn how to do that I don't know that that's a bad thing because because wait no, wait, wait, wait wait that's a, that's a good thing okay 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 because yeah. where, where I was gonna go with that was what's so bad about people going through continued education through their adulthood nobody well, really thinks about it anymore oh no 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 I wasn't going there at all because I mean you're gonna look at uh, if you oh I I wish the hell I could go back to school um but that's only after I learned by myself to think for myself. I mean, because I see it through a different light. Because today's education, it's all about uh, training behavior patterns. And we're taught in school, if you follow X rules, you're going to get X job from this X employer. You know, if you behave correctly, you'll get rewards, basically. And... You know, that's it. It ends there. You're not told to... It's almost like the Bible. It's like, you know, the Bible's always telling you do X or Y, or, you you know, you're going to get a spanking. You know, <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. But they don't tell you, like, um, you know, do unto others as you would want them to do unto... The... You would want them to do unto you, which something they ripped off from something yeah or probably I've... even millennia but i mean they don't explain why i mean and isn't that the entire reason why i wanted to do this damn show in the first place 
But I think you're missing part of this too, Shujin. Wouldn't be the first time. Go for it. <laughs> uh, the thing that I am most concerned about in all of this, besides seeing the obvious brutality, is the role that Trump is playing in this in trying to militarize this, bringing in the military, calling in the National Guard, violating constitutional rights. And, you know, Bunker Bitch is just hiding in his bunker. Now, He's terrified. Now, let's be fair. You stole that expression from somebody else. Who made some signs that were handed out at the Black Lives Matter Plaza. Booga. <laughs> but well, Trump, um, in this, Trump in this story, he's the cowardly spanker. But I am pissed that even here in little, you know, bumfuck Egypt where I live, they were supposed to have um, a children's protest today from 11 to 1 where, you know, children and toddlers were going to bring out colored chalk and, you know, drop pictures on the sidewalks in, in support of Black Lives Matter and things like that. And so they decided to get cute, bring out the National Guard down here, block off everything in Main Street, um, you know, have the guard out the streets, and then have cops tell people to stay indoors. And so effectively, they couldn't do their little thing. And, of course, there's no protest going on because this wasn't supposed to be that kind of a protest. And to me, that is fucking unconstitutional. And my mayor is the one who had these, you know, guard units. And they're not even from here. They're from fucking other states. They were brought in here. Little town of 80,000 people. Okay. Um, you know, we're not threatening people. We never have been. And we don't have a violence problem here. So why all this, you know, overhanded bullshit? And he's not up for re-election until 2023 but now i'm on a crusade i want his ass out and if i have to run against him myself i'm gonna do it when he do ran it. for election last time he did not have a democratic challenger time to change Nobody, that huh try, time to change that to give folks some kind of idea as to the constitutionality stuff that we're dealing with there is a new player on the field, so let me give everybody a real quick on this one. I know for well some people know these. I'm sorry if I'm kind of rehashing stuff, but there's a reason why. I'm not going to deal with the Second Amendment because it's the whole guns thing, and that one's this been... one deals no, no, with I'll, the third. No, 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 I, I, the third I'm, and the first. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Because okay, nobody thinks there. about the third anymore until first... Amendment to the Constitution. And reminding everybody, the way that things worked with us over here was we had the Constitution laid out. It was the uh, it was the framework for how the government was supposed to operate, broken up into three parts, co-equal, so that there would be a check and balance between one to the other. Theoretically, that's the way it's supposed to have worked. I know. Don't give me shit about using the term theoretically. Leave me alone for a second. The Bill of Rights, which are the first ten add-ons are the ones where the guys basically got together and said, hey, uh, I mean, all well and good to have this framework, but um, how about the little guys? We need to make sure that they've got specific protections. Well, what do you want? Give me a second. Let me write these down. The first three. Now, like I said, the second is the one all about guns. There's a big thing about that because there's 
big-time ambiguity, yelling and screaming, legal battles. We've talked about that on too damn many occasions. You can look for yourself. The First Amendment, and we hear about this one a lot. The wording for it states, and I'm going to give you a real quick sum up on that one. The wording states, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That is the entire text of the First Amendment. That is the entire text of it. And we can go ahead and talk about the calligraphy that was used and the handwriting, the whole damn thing, but in wonderful terms, it effectively says, look, the government is not supposed to be dictating what people say or how they say. And they should not be in the in the business of dictating what the press does or how the press does it. Because they are the voice informing the people. But as we know for well, over the last couple of years, this one's been taking dings after dings after dings. But be that as it may. The Third Amendment, however, is the one that all of a sudden there are now memes where after after 225 years, the, second, the Third Amendment finally comes in to start bitch-slapping people. Third Amendment states, and I quote, No soldier shall, in time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be proscribed by law. Again, that is the entirety of the statement. Fill them in as to what's been going on with that one, Bridget. I've been breaking in uh, National Guard people and active duty military people and putting up in hotels and mayors, you know, have no say-so. Even though you're supposed to be able to. So they're uh, renovating hotel rooms and things for the long haul to keep the military here. I thought I read something somewhere about one hotel, one mayor actually ousting them. Uh-huh. And invoking Third Amendment as a result. Yeah, and Trump is pissed. And that's in but, D.C., uh, if yeah. I remember correctly. Well, you know what? When you, when you ham-fist your presidency and basically shoot from the hip like he's been doing ever since he got into office, yeah, you know what? Someone just has to take a careful look at the rules and go, I bet you he didn't know that. You know, funny you should say that. Because on top of everything the fuck else, we've also got him suddenly spouting out, oh, there's the sedition clause that I can go ahead and invoke in order to get... You didn't know bullshit one about that law, and I guarantee you, it's one of your lawyer boys who said, uh, you know what? This thing I learned back in college and a long time ago, yeah, um, this would be good for you to go ahead and use. Mm-hmm. The sedition clause is wording that would theoretically, I know, don't give me shit about it, allow 
the federal government to, for a time, utilize the federal military on native soil in order to assist local, and I'm going to use this term specifically, constabulatory for law-keeping. As stands, normally speaking, the federal the federal militia, and let's not even get into the whole why do we have a standing federal militia thing right now, because that's a whole other can of worms, is not supposed to be deployed, very specifically, deployed on domestic soil for, let's call it... Um, policing actions. Let's just call it what it is. Policing actions. That's that's pretty close to what I was going to be going for anyway. To say that that is ham-fisted, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pulling a rabbit out of the hat and going, wait a minute, how in the fuck do you know anything about that? Because like I said, I fucking guarantee you, somebody brought that to him so that he would have a new toy rattle to play with. Well, think about when he used to, like, when he did all those executive orders when he first got into uh, the office, you know, and how he was going to make all these sweeping changes. And ju- just, you know, all he had to do was just snap his fingers or wave his hand and, you know, so I have said, so it shall be done, or, or some biblical bullshit like that. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Don't lose that a second. <laughs> At least I can make the guy laugh still. So let it be written. So let it be done. Where the hell was it? Was Isn't that King Solomon or some shit? Yes, it was. Uh, it was. It was. It was. Um, history of the world. I'm pretty sure that was history of the world. And and oh wow, shit. Um, wow, that's the first word. Yeah, because honestly, where I got it from was the uh, was the song Seventh Son of a Seventh Son by uh, Iron Maiden. But I'm a metalhead, so fuck it. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. And there have also been times where he has publicly spoken, saying that, you know, he had such authority, at which point, you know, uh, somebody pulled him aside and said, uh, actually, Donnie, you don't. I can't remember what it, what it was, but he did say something about that, something to that effect that he had some kind of absolute authority to do something and his own cabinet had to course correct him on it. I, I, I wish I could remember what it was. Um, uh, you know what the biggest problem uh, doing this show ad hoc is most of the time we'd be spending it slapping our keyboards trying to find all the sources for the stuff that we've heard. Um. Yeah, there is that. And, um, but, but uh, you know, it's just like I've said before. The guy speaks, he shoots from the hip to try to sound like the everyman. And if anything, this presidency has taught or should have taught everybody that to sit in that office requires you to be a professional. If anything, the idea of a Washington outsider 
I'm sorry, has crashed, burned, and left a crater that would make Arizona go, fuck, that's big. That's a good point. See, you know, but by the way, the uh, the expression, um, yeah, I'm finding it from the Bible. I saw it from, uh, would you say it was uh, Metallica? No, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cecil B. DeMille, The Ten Commandments. And I'm tr- why why did, did oh Yul Brenner oh wow yeah well I've heard Al Bundy say it okay well yeah. sort of so it shall be written so it shall be spanked and he was talking about a strip club but you know well after you get home because otherwise they'll throw you out no it depends on the strip club and just you know how uh, how underhanded they really are it depends on where um, uh I can't. Shit, I had his name read it. Um, okay, you know what? Um, I was gonna. I was Paul Rubin. That's where. That's the name I was looking for. No. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let it go. Right now, let it go. You know, I wanted to go to a movie, but now not so much. <laughs> you know, I checked my uh, my scene card recently. This is a, a thing I have here in, in Canada for for movies. Uh, basically. Uh, if you make purchases, you get points and mm. points can turn into movie tickets. Uh, however, those movie tickets can also be spent at certain restaurants. And as it is right now, I have enough for quite a few free movies, but you know, if cinemas aren't open because of COVID, yeah. um, I could pay for, you know, a $5,000 meal at, uh, some of these restaurants. Oh, really? you know, I mean, the, the point, the points never expire. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, but the trouble is those restaurants aren't open anyway for the same fucking reasons, so. Yay. Yeah, there's reasons for all that. You can take me out to eat if everything's open. (laughs) That'd be nice. Well, okay, so you're going to come up here, you know, doing the the dental assistant thing. No, no, the Harvey's isn't one of them. Um, Take her anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably will. Anyways, get an original, um, get some poutine, get the chocolate. Oh God, I fucking miss that chocolate shake and poutine. Oh God, damn it! Oh no, 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 you laugh, you laugh. But you go to Harvey's, you you get a you get a you get a loaded up original and and, and the uh, uh, the the chocolate shake and a poutine. Oh my Shoot. God! The only Shoot. reason the only reason why Harvey's has it is because up there in the Great White North in the winter months, you need those fucking calories to keep warm. Yeah, shoe. <laughs> yes, sir. You're forgetting. Okay. I can go get it. You know, I'm just. Uh, and then I can tweet about it, and then you can look at me and go, "You fucker!" See, <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding it behind my glass this time. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. Onion rings. Oh no oh, no no no! He's Joseph, he's you get the frings. Yeah. It's it's the I dual container: that. half French fry, half onion rings. Yeah. I don't think I've eaten Harvey since. 1988. <laughs> so, you know the funny thing is, I could duplicate a Harvey's burger at home because it's it's not that tough to do. I mean, it's a frozen burger which you can buy almost anywhere. Throw it on a grill, which I happen to have, weather permitting, and you know that it's not blowing all over the deck. I can do this. See, now you can. Yet, I still like to go there and pick one up because because it's Harvey's. There's just yeah, that that's just it. It's there's more to it than just the meal. It's the experience. That's true. 
and we'll try to recreate, uh, you know, three ger- generations of grease on the grill. Okay, now you're talking about uh, now you're talking about Nathan's. We don't talk like that. <laughs> no, there, there's there is there is a running joke that the only good place to get uh, Nathan's hot dogs and fries is Nathan's at Coney Island because they've never changed the grease and it still tastes the same every damn time. Now that's 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 a joke. That's, that's <laughs> we're, we're having a good laugh. <laughs> we're we're not no. But- I was only partly joking because um, actually there there is a taste there, and it's like you know the old Irish kettle. You scour it out. But you never wash it with soap, like your skillet. Yep. And yeah, that's part of the Harvey's experience. <laughs> yeah, Felix will tell us. Yeah, you don't. You um. We've we've had many a discussion about uh, cast iron cookware, so that's the, <laughs> leaving that aside. <sighs> All right. So the we've got all these people. We've got um, we've got all the shit that's going, and it's it's going bad. There is there is something that is kind of uplifting though. To see that the United States is not the only country where these protests have been happening. Not by a long shot. All 50 states in the U.S. have had protests happening over the last, I forget how long it's been now, it, probably at least a week. I saw a video from Japan where the same types of protests are happening with throngs of people marching to the police station in Shibuya. It, I forget if that's in Tokyo or uh, next to Tokyo, but I. Okay. No, go ahead. Go right ahead. Yeah, that's. that's yeah. Um, do you know Japan's immigration policies? Uh, I do not. Okay. Um, I think they have less. I'm sorry, one more time? Less than 10% of Japanese people living on Japanese territory are non-Japanese. That doesn't totally surprise me. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird, because, okay, good that they're protesting it, but they're also, you know... No, I, I understand. Um, it, it, uh, it, it stands to be said that, culturally speaking... Japan is, has been very insular for, it's fair to say, centuries. It is fair to say that. Um, The the fact that, um, the fact that it is as open as it is, and that's a little bit of a stretch. Open? Such as it is can very easily be attributed to the invasion forces of the United States at the culmination of World War II. A lot of things were ham-fisted and pushed onto Japan and its peoples at that time. And ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, things haven't 
Japan is anything but open. Yeah. Um, for for what it's worth, Joseph, uh, every, your your uh, your network uh, networking just, with us. No, no, no. Your, your networking with that. us is is doing fine. It's just that you end up talking uh, a little bit quieter. So don't you know? Don't don't feel bad with you know speaking a little bit uh, a, a little bit more or closer to your mic. Don't do that to me. Right. Don't screw with me now. I hear you. Don't don't fuck with me, Bernice. I don't even know where the hell I got that from. I got that from my mother, and I don't even know where the hell it comes from. Whatever. Mm. But anyways, like here in France, um, there was a total blackout on Instagram, and every buddy on Facebook, my French <clears throat> friends and associates, they blacked out their, their profile pictures. Yeah. So. I've done that with uh, my personal Facebook for the time being. Yeah, sorry to go off on the Japanese. No. No, have a, they, have a second look at that. No, that's that, that's perfect. That's perfectly understandable and perfectly reasonable, and nothing wrong with that. Um, the fact that these these types of protests are going on that to me maybe I'm overstretching this just a little bit, but this feels like this is. Civil Rights Movement Part 2 finally come to roost after what are we talking about now? Uh, 50 50 yeah we're talking like 50 years later that it's it's you know the legal part is in place now great congratulations we, we Dr. King you know you're not here for it but congratulations we finally got the Civil Rights Act all done that's great now 50 years later it's finally a look you sold us a bill of sale it's past time for it to come fucking due i'm not absolutely sure this uh, this looking at another angle because i mean if you look at uh, the global situation with the wealth disparity and all that and uh good a lot of us are feeling downtrodden yep. and all that and um, yeah, there's a lot of shit to protest. Oh, absolutely! And this might have been the the trigger. We could be protesting other things too, as well as that. That's just the that could be behind the motivation behind the protest, as well as the general situation. If everybody was in their own little comfort bubble, just like. Um, an event um would the protest be so widespread that's a question and it's a it's a it's a good question but we got something from uh from the chat that literally just popped up and i want to hit this because this is kind of important tp seeker i don't understand why people are saying and wanting to get rid of the police altogether i'm gonna say this very very carefully you missed what's being said. It's very easy to be hearing um, abolish the police. It's very easy to be hearing those, those kinds of messages, if not those words. But what's being said is the system in place is wrong. It is at its core broken. 
and it needs to be wiped out and rebuilt. And if that means abolishing the police force that we have in place currently for a new model that is built for public service, public safety, enforcement of laws in a way that helps to build the communities without being racially motivated to the detriment of those groups. That's what they're looking for. That's what we should have. So we can't can't abolish the old without uh, having the next uh, something to replace it with. If we don't have that, then if I can abolish, yeah, Sorry. something I want to break in on here. Oh, absolutely. Um, I really shouldn't have, and I think that was part of one of the reasons why I have just not been feeling very good today or this week. Yeah, among other things, but um, yeah, I took a look at Twitter. And yeah. once I sifted through, once I sifted through all the hate, all the vitriol, and everything else, which is difficult at best, which is impossible at any time these days. Let's face it. Anyways, I came up with this. You, you we were talking earlier about the police and about the training and stuff. And somebody posted this. You might find this interesting, a little infuriating, but hey, what's lo- what's another gas can on the fire, right? It's entirely possible that I might have actually seen this one, but go for it. And I quote, To become a police officer in the state of Illinois, you must meet the following basic requirements. One, be a U.S. citizen either by birth or naturalization. Two, be 21 years of age or older at the time of hire. Three, possess a valid driver's license. Four, have a high school diploma or GED. Five, Complete an approved basic training course within six months of the initial hire. I'll repeat that. No, no. Complete an approved basic training course within six months of initial hire. Seven, not to have any felony convictions nor convictions of disqualifying misdemeanors. While all law enforcement officers must hold these qualifications... Individual departments are permitted to have additional requirements for new recruits beyond the state minimums. For example, Chicago police officers are required to have uh, 60 semester hours of college credit or three years of consecutive military service or a combination. Aurora police officers with college coursework or a degree are paid more than those with a high school diploma. Aspiring police officers in Naples Naperville or Naperville Naper. are required Naper, thank you. Uh, Naperville are required to have a bachelor's degree by the time they begin employment with the department. Um, but it doesn't say in what, does it? No. And I'm trying to see something else here. Uh, Theology. <laughs> you know, okay, here, here we go. Uh, in on in this, in the province of Ontario. So, up in my up in my neck of the woods, almost, well, shoulder. Almost. If you really want to get geographical about it, here in Ontario, here in Ontario, you need four years of secondary education and to pass multiple kinds of background checks, as well as CPR and first aid training. 
Okay, right um, there. Hold it. Right there. This is a very good sign to me. Um, uh, first aid and CPR. Uh, Bridget, I remember taking swimming lessons as a kid being taught basic CPR technique. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody in this kind of situation for a, a perfect, uh, I mean, the, the, an emergency responders area, roughly to the, to the best of your knowledge, roughly how long should a, a good enough first aid CPR thing take? I mean, this isn't, this isn't an overnight course kind of thing. Um, I can actually attest to that too, because I have been, I have taken a C, uh, uh, I did take oh, a first aid course. Well, shit. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, <laughs> no, I mean, you, you go to the medical person that that's cool. Um, but no, when I, when I worked, um, in that manufacturing job years ago, uh, I became part of the first aid committee and eventually became the OHS coordinator wow. of the place. Yeah. I, I didn't remember and, this. So. If, yeah. If so I'm I took mistaken. It's part of the uh, Canadian education because I remember uh, um, the fire department coming by our high school, and we had uh, during break between periods, maybe lunchtime, we had to go down to the gymnasium, and uh, yeah, it lasted like two weeks. Yeah, and we had to practice um, on those dummies, which is kind of creepy. The only time we had to do that was if was if we took um, well, if we were in phys ed and we had uh, swimming classes. That was about it. Um, and I mean, I used to take swimming lessons during the summer. So, I mean, I learned about artificial respiration, uh, and boy, have I seen that of all of the years, but anyways, yeah, um, both same kind of thing, but I have, but yeah, you have your first aid CPR is a separate entity. So you actually get certifications for both. And I was also certified on the, um, AED. That's the, um, those are the portable, um, uh, portable okay automatic electronic defibrillator what you see in like a shopping mall or something like that if someone if i was in a food court and i saw somebody drop from a heart attack at the time i was authorized to go get that device hook it up and try to save that guy's life that's no mean feat no and as a matter of fact um i was where was I was away from work. I think it was on vacation. And one of the guys at our company dropped. And one of the other first aiders actually had to apply CPR and he saved the guy's life. And we started doing some investigations afterwards. And honestly, if I'd had my hands on a two by four at the time, I would have cracked my production manager upside his head. I'd have done him dirty because, because the person who, okay, I'm sidetracking here, but mm. you know, this guy was what we called our color mixer. Now again, I worked for a furniture company and staining furniture to match a certain request, or maybe you're trying to match existing furniture. It requires a little bit of chemistry. So, this guy had an office, an enclosed office, where he was able to mix and match his, his colorings. We had also moved from a solvent-based staining system to a water-based one. So you don't get that wonderful solvent smell that, you know, gives you a chronic heartburn in a place. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Well, the idea was when his, this office was set up that he was going to be hooked up to the same ventilation system as our spray booths, which is one hell of a suction system. As you can probably, you know, I mean, think, think fume hood turned up to 11. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, instead of that, the production manager said, no, 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 just, just, just give them the, the little ventilation fan. I mean, it's all water-based, you know, so, so what's the big deal? So they gave him like a four inch vent fan. And he would close the door because it was noisy out there. And eventually he started getting lesions on his skin. His hair was going gray and falling out. And he was a, he was a youngish fella. He had black hair. And I watched this guy basically deteriorate. And after the heart attack, they came out to me and said, okay, we need you to investigate this. All right. Uh, grab the, uh, the, the MSDS or the, yeah, I grabbed the, the women's books and started going through the MSDS sheets for what we actually use. The active ingredient in these water-based stains. Hold it. Hold it. I'm going to go with something like formaldehyde. Not quite. Acetone. Acetone, while relatively odorless and not as irritating to your nose, is also what they call basic. You remember your acids and bases from chemistry class? A little bit. Do you know what, well, you know what, um, what lye is? Yeah, it's a very strong base. Yeah. Lye soap is what happens when you expose lye to animal fat. It basically turns it into soap. This is one of the things that bases do in a, in a very, I'm speaking very, very layman's terms. Here. No, that's, that, that's okay. This and stuff in that enclosed area, because after reading it's like, do not use in an enclosed area. This guy was being disintegrated, dissolved, and the production manager said, oh, just give him a four-inch vent fan. I presented my findings, not to him. I didn't go over, I didn't just go over his head. I went into fucking orbit. I went straight to the president. I laid down the, the, the report. I said, sir, if something is not done, this man is going to die. The production manager left uh, three or four months later because he finally realized just exactly how much of a screw-up he was. And found out even later how much of an asshole he really was when he got into sales, which, again, that's another story entirely. Uh, but suffice it to say, um, yeah, first aid, they even tell you at the end of the course that um, if you use it even once, you're a hero. And up here, Canadian cops, that's required. Now, I want to disavow everybody who's listening about something. There's a lot of jokes that come up about here, you know, that everybody wants to move to Canada because we don't have this stuff. I'm here to disavow that right now. We do. Granted. Granted. 
our racism, and I'll say it, is a little more focused towards our indigenous population. As a matter of fact, it's very focused towards our indigenous population. Yeah. Many of them live on what we call reserves, which I think it happens a lot down in the States too. Uh, the most famous one I've ever heard of, I think was in Arizona. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they live there. Uh, poverty is insane. Drug use is insane. Crime is insane. And any, any cop that has to deal with them, they go through a lot of the same stuff. I think the reason it's, you know, but we still put our best foot forward. Our prime minister, every prime minister every year, or every time one's elected, they have to apologize for everything that's been happening because they don't do anything. It's all lip service. You know, like, like right now, um, you know, there, there's talk of these pipelines. That, that seems to be our big controversy. Basically, the province I live in is very oil rich, but we're also landlocked. We have no way to get the stuff to port except by rail. But 300 oil tanker cars suddenly derail, you've got a problem. So the idea, why don't we just get a pipeline which is already there? Let's just build a parallel one and we can pipe it that way. Unfortunately, there's a lot of controversy behind it. A lot of things, uh, a lot of stuff that makes me wonder, okay, look, you're worried about it going through this place or that place. If you got so much money, build around or, you know, there, there's got to be a way to find an alternative route. It is what I always say, you know, like there's got to be some way to fix this so that everybody comes out of this. Okay. And there is now legislation going through that's saying, you know what? You're not allowed to protest these things. If you're caught protesting our pipelines, we'll fine you $10,000 per offense. This is stuff that's happening right now. Yeah. And it's, it's because it's going on native land. Like it's going on land that has been bequeathed to the First Nations by the government. But now because big business... Wants the um, b because big business wants to get through there, and because they've got you know the money and the clout, they're able to do it. So, uh, and, and you know, it, it, it reminds me of a book I read, but you know, I'll get into that later. The simple fact is, you know, we're not much better, we don't have the density, we, we don't have the population density to cause the um, fusion reactions that you guys are having right now, like in Minnesota, New York, and other places, um, but we still have it. And our lack of implication, fueling that system. Yeah. We're, we're buying big, big businesses' uh, products. We're giving them the, the power to do this. Yeah. And it's also, it's a double-edged sword. It's also our lack of implication in our political system. Um, yeah, what's the reaction to all this? I think in Canada, we have a little more tendency to, uh, you know, vote the assholes out of office. Yeah. I mean, um, linking this back to the police force, um, you know, the police is there to enforce what we decide uh, is good or bad for society, normally. Um, 
But it's funny when when people when protesters target the police, it doesn't really make much sense to me because um, uh, first off, you know the police behavior. Um, who we should really be targeting are the people who train the police officers, and um, we should also, you know, if we don't like the laws the police are enforcing. Uh, then, you know, it's our vote that changes that. And if the police are enforcing laws that don't come from us, then, yeah, well, we've got something even more to protest. Okay, as an aside to that, by the way, there is at least one, uh, I don't want to say educator, but there is one college-level teacher who was supposed to, who was ostensibly in the business of training police organizations if not the police themselves directly in various different tactics and has had a very very visible uh Twitter profile who's been not just an apologetic but has been extremely hostile towards people clashing with police and this person has now been called out for the stuff that he's been doing publicly. And um, apparently it got to, it got out there what he's been doing, that he was for hire to come into courtrooms and testify on behalf of police whenever there's been these, uh, uh, these court cases against individuals for Otherwise, using excessive force, and we'll use that as an overall blanket term. He's been not he's been not taken out of his position from the group, uh, whatever higher education group he was with, because they found out exactly what it was he was doing, and the public backlash and said, "Yeah, uh, we don't we don't want you around if that's the way that you're going to be. Go away." And. I know that I know that Dallin has said before and just hold on uh has said before that the whole idea of um what's a good way of putting it uh the the social backlash of getting people fired for stuff that they've done because of stuff that they've said like with Twitter and and Facebook and and uh that that kind of thing has that that has gotten you to grumble several times before and i can understand it but like with any tool the fact that somebody who has been feeding poison into organizations like this the idea of them being persona non grata because of what they've been doing because of the poison that they've been infesting into these groups and and I find it really hard to cry for these people who lose their jobs for exactly that reason to keep them from continuing to to infest this kind of poisonous doctrine into groups that are not supposed to be doing this. 
So the idea of changing the methodologies, uh, changing the training and, and the tactics, that's starting long way from it being actually done properly, but it's starting. I don't know where I'm going with that at this point for all that. Um, so this, th th this guy would go in and basically defend police based on procedure that he himself had trained the groups saying how th uh, in court cases, talking about how the mindset of the police is XYZ based on whatever circumstances are here. And in such a circumstance, use of, let's put it this way, use of lethal force is justified under these situations. Well, he's been training all kinds of groups for however long it's been, and he's an expert in this field, so... I guess that makes sense. So, you know, all right, case closed, done, um, not guilty. For a fee, of course, because, you know, professional consulting fee. Slippery slope. Uh, which part? He is an expert, is he not? Yes, on the, on the procedural doctrines that he built up and trained. Kind of the way that um, ex-Dr. Brzezinski is an expert in manipulating data that he himself concocted. Okay, so... I I'm hoping you see where I'm going on this I do, but again, I I exercise an, a shit ton of caution on this because of course, and, and I I would because, not want you to do anything because no because if what he's talking about if what he's referencing is stuff that is of precedent, which is what every lawyer and their dog does in the courtroom because they always cite X V Y from nineteen who the fuck knows or 18 who the fuck knows in some cases. Okay. I, I, all, I I'm, all I'm, all I'm saying is, is what he's saying of precedent. I'm not excusing what anybody's doing. I'm not apologizing for what anybody's doing. And I'm sure as shit, not an apologist. When some guy kills somebody because he figures he can, because he has a badge. And the, the funny part of it is, you adding that little bit at the end is actually the excuse that ends up getting used when all is said and done. His, and, and I, I, maybe I'll be able to find the guy's information later. Maybe, maybe I can be fucked to be, but he set up parameters himself and taught those doctrines to police groups who then trained their individual cops in how far back are we talking here when was the last time th this guy did anything and are his methods still being taught today 
what I'm going for here is that if he's stepping up to say that, okay, you know what? Uh, these guys in 2020 uh, did this, but according to my research, which dates back to whatever year, uh, th this is purely understandable. If, if there's a sufficient time gap there to the point where his stuff is no longer relevant, no, no, then, no, he's, then he's any been, judge that looks at it just goes, no, fuck you, get out of here. No, no, he's, he's, been, he's been active uh, through present, to the best of my recollection. And again, I, I did not do a complete deep dive on this guy. Because, again, forgive me with everything else, it's been really difficult for me to try to keep all the shit together. But um, he, he has been active through present. Um, how far back, I do not recall at, this, at the moment. The information that I do recall, however, is that, like I said, over the last, I don't know how many years it's been, so I, I, can't, I can't speak how far back it was. I think, I think it might have been 10, 15, even 20 years. I've, I've forgotten because he, he, he is somebody that was, you know, a, a tenured, uh, uh, tenured guy, uh, uh, seeker hold, seeker hold that idea for uh, just a second. Yeah. Um, but like I said, over the time he's been brought in time and again in court cases to say in with these parameters, with what I've taught the use of lethal force to kill a suspect is is justified, which begrudges the problem of is the procedure itself valid and justified? And has that procedure been reviewed as to whether or not it's justified? There, See, th this, is, this is the question. And, and I brought this up last week. Uh, in this province, we have something called ACERT, uh, Alberta Serious Response Task Force, okay, or something like that. Every time a shooting, fatal or otherwise, happens on the part of a police officer, in other words, when you discharge that firearm, you are automatically under review until they decide whether or not the shot was justified. And if it was a kill, if it was, I step on a landmine when I say this, but was it clean? In other words, was was the officer's life threatened? Was the life of an, of an innocent threatened by this individual, thereby justifying the use of lethal force? So, yeah, we actually have a body. Now, the difference is that this is not a private organization. This is a government institution that reviews. And whether or not, you know what? Call me whatever, fuck off. I'm saying that for future reference. Um, they don't always come out on the cop's side. There no. have been times where the police have messed up. And they are dealt with accordingly. And every time that happens, it is made public. Like the news hears about it. There's none of this shadow conspiracy bullshit. You know, there was a lot of that. And there still is a lot of that in some cases, in many places, in some, you know, rural areas, there's a lot of these so-called shoot, shovel, shut up, which I use that strangely because that actually deals with mad cow disease. But that's another story. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, but the fact is, yeah, there is still, you know, that, that, code, 
the, the code of silence. The blue, you line. know, the blue. Okay. I didn't know if it was actually called that. Yeah. Um, that needs to go. Yeah. Because it's okay for a, one officer to have another's back when the time, you know, when there's a life on the line, but for someone to say, um, to cover you for know, a bad it, cop. Well, hey, you know, yeah, I, 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 I raped and killed this hooker because otherwise she'd, uh, otherwise she'd eyeball me or she'd identify me. You know, you're not going to say anything, right? You know, brother officer to brother officer. Um, you know, funny thing, uh, the whole, the, the, the incident with George, uh, Lloyd, was it Lloyd or Floyd? Well, in, in any case, it happened somewhere else, same situation. And one of the cops came up and actually grabbed the guy's leg and yanked it off the guy's neck, which proved this was very easily stoppable. If only. So no, I have no sympathy for those four officers. I have no sympathy. Now I say this too, and I was going to bring this up if it ever popped up, they've upgraded the charges to second degree. Okay. I think it has to stop there. Yeah. Because and, third and degree, yeah, third degree is what we call involuntary manslaughter, which means you you hit a guy, he hits the ground and he accidentally dies. Was not your intention. Second degree is malice, which means what's his nuts saw George and said he's dead. First degree, of course, is he plans this. That's premeditation. Right. Now they can, I think they can prove second degree because of there. Apparently there's an association between the two. Uh, what that is like the nature of their relationship at that bar or whatever. I don't know. And I don't think it's been released yet. Um, but I could be wrong. Apparently these two guys worked as, as bouncers at the same bar. And the officer was apparently a little liberal with the mace on certain people. Imagine that. Well, Yeah. Um, you ever notice that too? A lot of these, you know, the, these bad cops, you know, when their records come out, it's just like, how the fuck were you still an officer with all these black marks on your record? It's like, yeah, <laughs> maybe you got to get rid of the police union too, because that seems to be the only thing that's saving their asses. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole other thing. And I, I just realized that I've had my, uh, my volume on the mic turned down a little bit. So sorry about that. Mm. Um, we we we're kind of running out of time, but uh, uh, there there is one item that I wanted to uh, make sure that we got over here because uh, uh, Seeker had asked, and and it's a relative, it, it's a relevant question. Uh, asking back about this guy, I, I wish to hell I could remember who the hell the fucker was, um, the uh, the the guy that was teaching and and uh, going to uh, court cases. Uh, should it matter if it's still being used? Yes, because if it's being used as a template for police organizations and it is a bad template, it needs to go. Pure and simple. If your templates, if your template is designed to kill people extra, ju ju ex extra judiciously, 
Yeah, I think that's the right term for it. And then to... And then to... Um, allow it through investigation and judgment because it's the procedure, then I'm sorry. Any procedure that says there is, there is a methodology whereby people should die and it's a little liberal? No. No, that entirely has to go. And if it's continuing to be taught, it needs to go. It kind of the same way that um if you want if you want to go if if you want to go ahead and do orbital mechanics and you want to follow Newton's uh equations, yeah, that that's that's not going to quite work right. You, you need to upgrade that stuff. Uh it could work, but you're probably going to end up having some big flaming expensive ball fall down into, I don't know, Mars. R.I.P. Beagle, but it's a whole other thing. Sorry, had a thing to say about that, but but the idea of these kinds of things, a a a deadly encounter with a police officer should be investigated to the to the highest degree. It should be a matter of what happened? How did it turn out? Why did it turn out? What can we do to modify how our existing policies are so that we don't kill somebody? Because it's not just the person that ends up killed. It's whoever it is that pulled the damn trigger that's got to live with that for the rest of whatever. There are some bad cops who are not going to care, but the ones that do, you don't forget that. Um, you know, I kind of wish we had. Uh, I wish Bobby was was on. Maybe maybe I see. Uh, maybe well, see well, the with. only reason I ask is from a legal, from a police standpoint. What is internal affairs? Hmm. It's a it's a good uh, it's a good because, question to, to ask about. And again, I, I speak solely from the fact that you know cop show type stuff, which you know I haven't watched in years. But I honestly would have thought that you know internal affairs would have taken the original incident and then the one that we talked about right at the beginning of the show and, you know, thoroughly investigated said, yeah, you guys are done. Yeah. And we're throwing the book at you. Like, like you are no better than a criminal. So where are these guys? Or is that all, is that all TV stuff? Is this all like, is there no regulatory body in law enforcement these days, because it sure as shit doesn't look like it. Guess for a very good question. And um, I mean, we'll hold on to that and see what we can do with that. Like I said, we're getting really close to the end uh, of it all. Yeah. And um, real quickly, before I get to the other guys, uh, why are officers still allowed to be able to turn off body cameras? That's an excellent question. Yeah, that's union. 
I, I don't know that you're wrong or that you're right. All I know is I'm with Seeker. There should be no reason for that to, to even be an option. I, I saw a tweet earlier this week saying that if you turn off your body cam, you should be charged with destroying evidence. I, I agree. And I, yep. I'm fully, I am 100% behind that. Yep. Um, there yep. was another thing too. Um, well, uh, apparently your, um, illustrious leader hmm. and I'm hoping I'm projecting that with the correct amount of sarcasm. I are, uh, at, at least I'm trying to regulate it. Otherwise I'm going to go. I know. I know. There's only so much bile of snowball. Can handle. Look, look, boy, I, okay. look, look, I can't afford to punch a monitor right now. Okay. I'm unemployed. I can't afford to replace one. All right. I got, I'm sure I got a spare 15 inch around here somewhere. I can send you uh, anyways, a couple of them. Yeah, I've got a couple uh, 22 inches. Yeah. Well, apparently buddy got his, he got his wall, except it's around the white house. I'm told. Yeah. Yep. And from what I was told or from what I saw, the guards around it, no badge, no names, and as I recall, no cameras. Yep. Now, I don't know what branch of the armed service, if it's secret service, maybe they play by different rules. I don't know. But it seemed awfully, let's just say it didn't quite smell right. Sketchy. I've, I've heard that some of these are like Department of Corrections officers and stuff. Yeah. yeah but the, fact that the, the fact that there is no way to identify these people. Yeah. Um, two sides of it. One, they don't want their families uh, to suffer the wrath of a rioter because, let's face it, once your name's on the internet, you're fucked. I don't care who you are. And if they are simply following orders because that's what they're told to do, you know what? Not everybody, no, not everybody has the privilege to say, fuck you, I'm out of here. Plus, if they're military, they definitely don't have that. Because if they desert, well, Bridget, you know exactly what happens if someone deserts happens if uh, somebody happens to follow an order that is unlawful. Uh, but and see how that? do you figure that part out without really yeah, and, and by the and by the time by the time that's determined the person's life is destroyed. Possibly. So a lot of people would just would just as soon play the safe bet and you know, I'm just doing my job. They may not like it and they may I don't know, there may be suicides after this. To which I, I know a lot of people would say, well good and those are the people I just want to crack upside the head with a clue by four and say, you're not even fucking human. Anyways. I think I'm probably getting, I can, like I said, I can see that. both sides of it. Yeah. You know, there's an anonymity there because they fear for their families. Um, but at the other, on the other side of it, it also means there's no accountability, which is kind of one of the reasons we're in the situation we're in right now. Well, I can guarantee you that the ones that are out there busting heads and have their badge numbers covered up and things, it's so they can't be reported. Oh, and that that is yeah. that is ten square miles of bullshit in terms of what they're doing. Agreed. Okay. That is cruelty. That is brutality. 
That needs to stop. Those officers need to be gone. Like, they, okay, you know what? I, I heard that they opened up all the prisons, you know, for fear of COVID infection inside of prison. So they let everybody out. No, don't no, shoot. No, it is true. It is true. It happened. As a matter of fact, a lot of the the majority of the looters in, I think it was St. Louis. Um, yeah, they all ran checks on them. They were all the criminals who were released from the prisons. Anyways, the fact remains, there seems to be a lot of room in these prisons. You know what? I see fill them up with these things that they call cops. I find a very hard to argue with that at the moment. But cops are liked liked in the prison system just about as much as child molesters. Here we go. Dirty cops. Yeah, Dirty. this is okay. This is from Global News. Uh, this is up my up my way. Uh, yeah, we we're gonna need to. Um, move right along to uh closing yeah go, go ahead go ahead but uh yeah it make sure i've got the link and i'll i'll make sure it's dropped oh look I'll at that just popped right up there <laughs> see you guys you guys need to remember for me i've got my main screen over here uh directly in front of me which has got all the all, all the important stuff but the discord information is over to the left of me which is where my uh where my microphone boom arm is so out of the corner of my eye, all of a sudden I see flip. Oh, look! Here's here's a graphic uh, for for you that's over to the web page. And flip, there's another one. It's just, I'd like to say, damn it, that's distracting. Cut that out. But uh, no, no, you 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 keep right on ahead doing what it is that you're doing. Um, Dal and I have talked uh, far and away at length. Um, Joseph, what uh, what do you want to get out uh, before we go ahead and wrap up for the evening? Mm. Um, yeah, not much to add that's not long-winded, but, you know, um, when it comes to police uh, following abusive orders and all that and not having the privilege of um, refusing the order, um, that in itself is uh, a symptom of the existing system where everybody's concerned for their own ass more than other people's, uh, which means they're concerned about their job and um, there's no protection for people who do actually think about others. And if you're not, if you're on the police force and you're thinking about yourself above everybody else, um, I'd question why you're there on the police force since that the, the principal rule Considering everyone's welfare and not just yeah uh, the people giving the orders oh we need a everybody needs to be we need more implication into the system instead of just uh, tattooing to authority um, there's nothing wrong with questioning authority, and that's what people, I think, 
really most need to learn. Because, I mean, questioning authority isn't dissing authority. Of course, to people like Trump, it's the same thing. Because usually what you are questioning is something that he has actually demonstrably done wrong. And he doesn't like it. So, but I mean, um, yeah, we have to do this on all levels. Even to teachers, I mean, question everything. Make up your own mind. Okay. The only reason this is continuing is because nobody's opposing it. It's because people, you know, if they can't formulate a thought, um, or if they don't dare to formulate a thought, about uh, or make a value judgment about what these people in authority are doing, no matter what level they are, then you know, they're just going to continue unopposed. Were people to question their behavior on a more widespread level, then do you really think people like this would still hold office? Something tells me... Uh... Something tells me that uh, there's uh, at least one person that's going to see about exactly that kind of thing. So, uh, to that end, uh, Bridget, any any last item for you? No. Fuck Pence. Fuck Trump. Okay. It's a whole situation. Yeah, there is that. Uh, as, as a slight aside, uh, did you see the uh, the hashtag uh, Lady G? I think is what it yes, is going around. Yes, I did. Yeah. Blanche is, is going to be hitting the fate and couch. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's what we call her. It's going to be interesting. But um, we're not going to talk about uh, something like that just yet. At least not until something actually... Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think NDAs can actually be you know, enforced for illegal activity, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, all right. Uh, Dallin, uh, I know we've we've basically commandeered most of the time. Uh, any last item really quickly to vent off? Um, for one thing, I didn't mean to. I, I was actually no. planning on staying mostly hey. silent tonight because, yeah. Look, yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll say this for everybody really quickly. Um, Dallin and I have not had it real easy. Uh, not saying that anybody else has had it easy, but we, like I said, we get to kind of talk on a really, on a fairly regular basis. And yeah, neither one of us is doing really great. So um, yeah, the fact that we're both here tonight has been uh, a little bit of an uphill battle right now. So the fact that we're even here, you know, yeah, we're 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 kind of working the whole damn thing as best we can too. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, cut I you said off. it before. No, I said it before earlier today. Um, any faith I've got in anything, and faith, I by that I don't mean a religious faith because you know who I am, but. I don't see a way out of this anymore. Even if when it all calms down, nothing's going to change. Since 1992, we've been dealing with this stuff. 
in terms of actual riots and what has changed. The only thing that's changed is you've got wrecked neighborhoods and the same tension. Certain people are banking on that. And yeah, I, I'm going to say it. Uh, Bridget, who was that guy we had on a few, a uh, couple of months ago, the climate dude? Uh, I'm sorry. Kevin I'm like, yeah. Uh, one of the things he said is, you know, we're, we're past the point. Yeah. And yeah, my prevailing thought today was, you know what? Crank it up. Crank everything to maximum and let's just get this shit over with because we don't deserve it. We fucked up. We're all fucked up. We're all fucked. It's over. The experiment is over. Yeah. There, there's nothing left. I have no hope for humanity as a whole anymore. Well, I'm done. I just want to add a positive note to that if I can. Don't forget. Yeah, maybe for us, it's but what we're doing now seems to be leading to a, a still minority but growing trend of people who are actually, you know, questioning the system, how things can be better and all that, and probably going to be the generations after us. Well, we're building a base, basically. Mm. So, yeah, maybe no. we're not going to see the fruit of that, but... Uh, we had bases no, for centuries, you Joseph. Sleep at night. You can go to sleep at night um, knowing that you tried to do something. Yeah. And that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, please forgive me. I'm... I'm I don't have my Twitter accounts loaded up on the profile uh, that I load into on Windows, mainly because I don't trust Windows quite that much. I I have a minimum stuff that I actually uh, save and load up over on there. And I'm on my phone right now trying to find uh, a tweet that I had made that uh, I want to read part of it. Yeah, found it. There is a uh, there is a tweet that was put out by uh, well, Dallin might actually uh, recognize the name uh, DJ Ear. Um, Ear being uh, one of the folks in the furry community. He's uh, he is a DJ. He's a he's a, a twin table spin kind of mix guy, and I don't understand that. That's a that's a kind of freaky voodoo magic to me. But you know, um, nice enough guy. I got the chance to meet him uh, several years ago. Uh, anyway, he had tweeted out something from, um, well, a, a, a tweet that's kind of gone around several times uh, that says, this is not what America is about. America is about opens history book. Uh-oh. Frantically starts flipping through pages. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Oh, oh no. He forwarded that along, and I saw it, and I responded to it, reminding you that I have been 
I have been given the moniker DJ Cynic, and with good reason. I don't necessarily try to live up to it, but it kind of still gets to me sometimes. But I responded with this. Yes, this is what America has been about. But this is not what America is supposed to be about. Our grandparents kept that oppression in place. We have a duty to shatter it once and for all. It's been 50... I'm sorry, but I, I just want to finish this and get, get us out. It's been 50 years since we lost Dr. King, who was a man who wanted peace, but understood that sometimes there's going to be war in order to get to a lasting peace. He didn't want it, but he knew that there would be little pieces here and there that would have to happen. It's been 50 years since the legal system said, yes, everybody is supposed to be equal. But it's been 50 years where it's not been fulfilled on that damned promise. There's an expression. The chickens have come home to roost. They tried it, Dr. King's way. They tried it, Colin Kaepernick's way. They tried it, the legal ways. And every damn time it was ignored. So, now that they're done just showing, now that they're done being nice and calm and civil, now when they're protesting that police have been systematically killing people and they go out and they protest that and the police go out and injure and kill people for protest for protesting them killing people jeez it says a lot right there don't it keep the power on keep the pressure on Protect the voices. Protect the at-risk people. Protect the people of color. Protect the people of a different sexuality. Protect the small. Be their wall. And if anybody wants to tear you down because you're their wall, fall on them. Hard. Things are changing. I do truly believe that things are changing. I refuse to believe otherwise yet. We got to get out of here, and um, I think I've held myself as uh, professional as I could so far. So, as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. We hope that you had to, you found something worthwhile in all the stuff that we had to talk about, and. Uh, I'm actually surprised that we had as few F-bombs as we did, which is actually really, really, really surprising to me. Thank you guys for uh, being with us. I will have updated information in the show notes, so uh, 
if if you go looking for it afterwards, immediately after the show, it's not going to be there. It's going to take me a little bit of time to collate, so please forgive me. Joseph, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I stopped you, but thank you very much for your time. You have a good morning. And again, still, st- stay safe uh, this week, man. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks a lot. And for what it's worth, oh yeah, your 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 connection talking was was massively better. So yeah. well, that, that worked out. To get a new plan on a new computer soon, inshallah. So we'll fair see. enough. I'll, but I'll keep it like this. Yeah, that worked for out for the time being. That worked out really. You know, from a sci from a sci fi point of view, the idea that you've got just this little hunk of metal and plastic and you can talk around the world at real time to anybody at any time. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that yeah, f- I'm getting used to this <laughs> newfangled telephone thingy. Uh, a couple of cans and some string. It's amazing what you can get after a while. I thought that was what I was using. But, uh, it, it was close. It was, it was <laughs> close. Close. It's just fiber optic is the string now. That's, that's the only difference. Bridget, um, you take care of yourself, and and thank you. Yeah, you too. Stop fucking waking me up, though. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. It was a misunderstanding. You nah. looked like you were on Facebook. Yeah, I must have moved my phone and it kicked. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so fill everybody in on everything that's going on and tell them the good news. Yeah, I won my election uh, for delegate at large. Yay. And uh, I guess I have to plug the stuff. You can find me on Facebook under Bridget Fitch or find me on a blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. And? And what? You said it once already. Do it again. Oh! Fuck Mike Pence. Do you know how many F-bombs were allowed when we go ahead and put a not safe for work episode? And fuck Trump too. Fucker boy. Chicken shit. I like calling him chicken. You know, know, Bunker Boy is really close to Bugger Boy. Nah, that's, that's, nah. At least he finally got his damn wall. Yeah, fuck him though. Around the White House, but you know, he got his wall. Well, I hope whoever locked him in there loses. Oh, God, don't I wish. Dallin, we uh, we made it. Thank yeah. you. Seriously, seriously, thank you. Well, this should be up. Um... Once you get everything fixed, I'll take a look at it and we'll get it up with the audio version over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And everything else, let's just say things are in flux right now. Leave it at that. Fair. I did say that uh, maybe I'm a little bit behind because I've been really bad about all my podcast listening, but I, I saw bunch of your episodes uh, came down for me recently because, I mean, it's mountain stupid because I don't open up my pod kicker often enough. So. Well, if, if a certain songbird would just shut the fuck up, maybe I can actually get the next one done tomorrow, but we'll see. <laughs> 
so you've got a choice. Would you would you rather have an Oriole um, singing outside, or would you rather have the the Canadian uh, <laughs> the Canadian Cobra Chicken outside your window? One I can shoot with an airsoft without <laughs> fear of repercussion. The other one, not so much. Yeah, because it'll come after you afterwards. It'll remember. <laughs> and he'll bring his friends. Oh, they don't have friends. They've just got they've just got a, a associate hit birds. That's all. Comes <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? The, the next time I see it, if I remember, oh. I will pull out my phone and I will record the formations. Fair enough. Yeah, you thought the elephant walk for uh, China was bad? Yeah, I got, I got you. Where do you see this? I got you. Anyway, all our contact information is over at holycrapthepodcast.com. And, uh, you know, just visit us over there. Phone number if you want to leave a message. And there's, there's a thing about that, too, by the way, is, of course, 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-8554. I'm getting very close to my uh, my DJ hiatus, and that'll be coming up uh, in due course. I will be looking at starting a call-in show on Facebook. So for those of you that have missed Atheists on Air, I am going to effectively see if I can bring that in some formation back an opportunity for people to call in and talk. I have no idea what I'm going to call it. I did have a thought earlier of calling it, uh, uh atheists on air reincarnated or something like that. Cause I mean, just funny, but, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. I will give people uh, word and information about that. Please remember over on the discord side, we've also got, uh, we've also got uh, COVID Thursdays, for folks that want to just kind of have a chat, talk, check in, uh, it is very informal. But uh, if you are kind of feeling like you need some people to just kind of check in, talk with, and commiserate with just for a little bit, you're under no obligation to talk other than to just let us know that you're there, say hi. And um, you might end up catching a couple of past present hosts or or co-hosts or guest hosts at some point or other at some point um but there's um there's one last thing that i want to make mention to because i i didn't think about it until uh, i i just remembered now there are some areas where crowd suppression is being done with these high power low frequency sound cannons before anybody gives me any kind of grief about what it's called. I forget what it's called. All I know is it is effectively a, what looks like a Humvee on steroids with a dish of some sort about a meter and a half, two meters across. If you see one of these, if you were one of these people who are out for a protest and you see one of these things, I don't care how badass you think you are. Get the fuck away. Don't go immediately away from it. Go sideways. Get the fuck away. Because there is no 
protection. There is no badassery. You're not going to take a spray to the face and keep standing from one of these. Please, please be safe. Please be careful. Keep the pressure on as best you can, folks. But please, please be safe. And for all of you guys that are out there with your uh, with your doggos, and you got the signs on them that say, Heck the police. We see it, and we appreciate it. Thank you for the little bit of levity for that. But the message is there. we got to get out. So until next time, next week when Tiny Tribble officially graduates from high school, man. It's been a long time. You all take care of yourselves. We will see you soon. Till that time, I wish you all, as always, the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, 15 years on, I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of us. Till the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>